Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. Oh, I am your ears. host, John Spooky Rhodes, and with me, as always, Ow. is the maniac, Michael J. And joining us for a very special occasion, which is really not a special occasion at all, <laughs> is Jerry from Kill the Cast. What's up, everyone? I don't. I don't really have a good nickname for you. I, I couldn't. I couldn't come up with one on the fly. I'm sorry. That's all right. I. I mean, I don't have a good one either. Uh, I get <laughs> called red herring a lot, even though I don't have red hair. So there's that. Okay. Anything right. is better than spooky. So uh, just don't call yourself spooky, because this one does, and it's it's not fun. I don't like it. Does it scare you? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, it's just... It's not that it scares me. It's just that it's just stupid. It just sounds... Wait, wait, stupid. wait. Like, so okay, I can, I can get... Yeah. 
I could get how it might be slightly generic to use things like spooky, yeah. but you're going by maniac. So let's maybe not point too many judgmental fingers at well, people's nicknames. He created maniac. I didn't. <laughs> I would rather call myself uh, Gimpy McGimplestein or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I'm. And you know as what? I've already back, stated I'm, I'm, in the past. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah. I, as I was say, I take it back. I'm glad he gave you the nickname Maniac. Yeah, the other one might be a little too long for people to remember, and plus they, they just might not enjoy that like I would. Yeah, shut up, Gimpy. All right, as I stated in the past, this all stems from old whore hosts and everything like that, and uh, just my love for them. So this is kind of like a little tribute to all the forebearers before us. Forebearers all technical and shit. There we go. Yeah, I'm not sure I used that word correctly, but we're going to go with it. I don't know. I think oh. you should have went with forefathers, but... <laughs> that's, okay. yeah, see, that's better. You know what? Before you get into anything, I just have to explain this, because you'll, you'll appreciate this, John, and I know you might too, Jerry, knowing knowing my past, you'll enjoy this, because we all know that I don't oh, like shit. watching Myers and Bandages, especially in Halloween 4. I can't stand it. So, after... Oh, hang on, let me send a, a picture. Don't! I won't look at it. I have my hand over my fucking screen. I'm not looking at it. Fuck you. So, after I finished um, Castle Freak on last drive-in yesterday, I go to fucking Shutter TV, and I see that fucking... Oh, wait, no. When I first turn on Shutter, Shutter TV comes on by default. So, when I went to finish watching Castle Freak... Of course, it came from Shudder has Halloween 4 on. So wouldn't you know it, as soon as it pops up, I see the guy under the fucking fucking truck and going, Hey, how about a 460? And I'm like, nope. And I fucking went right to fucking the Joe Bob thing. So I missed that. I dodged that bullet, thank God. But then, you know, I... I, I, I still I think Michael should have rocked the bandages for most no. of that movie. No. I would watch a, a Michael Myers mummy. It, yeah, it, it's too. I I can't. It's just too. Where he tries to bring back the soul of his dead uh, sister, so that he can kill her again. No, I I think it should be he's trying to fix the timeline so she is his sister again, uh, so he can kill no, her no, no, no. and I her mean, children. Like, he kills his sister that he killed as a child, oh. brings her soul back into uh, a new body, which. Uh, you could rewrite the whole Halloween as Halloween Mummy Edition, and Lori, instead of being a sister or not a sister, doesn't matter. He's the body that he's going to use to bring his sister's soul back so that he can kill her again for some reason. Oh, we, we've got the next reboot, the, the next section in the Pick Your Own Adventure of Halloween. We've got it nailed down. Another one. I like We're it. getting a sequel to 2018. I doubt it. That's one of my upcoming know, uh, films, 2020. It's coming. No, Blumhouse said uh, they technically right now do not have the rights to do a yeah. sequel. Oh, but yeah. he's 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 fucking gonna make it happen somehow. I guarantee you, you'll see another one next year or not yet. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mike, I I remember. God, back when we started, we said the exact same thing about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and shit, that got rebooted, didn't it? And then and then we we said the same thing about. Uh, Friday the 13th, and, well, that ain't happening. Oh, it's happening with fan films, if you count that. 
Absolutely, man. I mean, shit, they're better than... There's like fucking uh, three or four different fan films working right now. Like, Vengeance. uh, I saw another one yesterday that I don't remember the name of. There's one that is dumb enough that it decided to name itself after the fucking documentary that came out well before (laughs) Camp Crystal Lake. His name was Jason. Oh, wow. Why would you name your fan film after that? When someone Googles you... They're going to get that documentary instead of you. Right. Right, right. Yeah, I saw one, uh, Voorhees. That's... Voorhees, that's the one that I think was, like, popped up this week with a trailer. Yeah. So I, I feel like Never Hike Alone kickstarted everyone going, oh, I want to do uh, a real Jason fan film again. Is and Vengeance I have no problem out? with that. Vengeance? No, no. They've. I think they've done most of their filming. Right. Um. But I think it's still like in editing. Oh. oh I was now wondering. is it is it Vengeance or Voorhees that has C.J. Graham in it? Vengeance has C.J. Okay. Graham's and Steve Dash. Nice. Which is awesome. I mean that f- fans are creating films of this depth is amazing to me, and I honestly think, at this point, we are never going to get a studio Friday the 13th probably that rivals these. Maybe, I don't know, I guess it also kind of depends on how you feel about the remake. Um, I'm fine with the remake. There's a lot of things I really liked about it. Uh, I think the worst thing about it were the generic uh, teenage characters. But that's so Friday the 13th. It is, it is, but at this point, are we still using, uh, like, I don't know why slasher films have to stick with this generic um, teenage characters. Like, I feel like, come on, have we not gotten to the point where we can do? We can stop doing that and and get a little bit of better writing for them. No, I, I totally agree. I think the biggest thing to me that was really missing from the remake was the fun. I mean, the Friday the 13th franchise always had kind of a fun, carefree style to it. You, It was just, you could even feel it just watching the film. There was fun going on. It was a fun film to watch. Now, that was something that Halloween and none of the other ones really had. And that's something that they couldn't capture with the remake was the fun. Uh, I, I think that's something that really needs to come back. I agree that it was missing the fun. But it made up for it in in just straight up brutal, like just oh, yeah. how brutal a lot of the kills were. Uh, it was a much darker Friday the Thirteenth film. But yeah, you're right. It, it was missing a lot of fun. When I think of like fun remakes, like I think of like the Piranha remake, the second Piranha remake, because apparently they remade it in the nineties. Oh but, yeah, I forgot all about that shit. Yeah, ninety five. Yeah, I I finally found a VHS rip. For it on a torrent site, so I'll finally watch it here at some point. But like <laughs> that Piranha remake is that's a fun movie. You just want to put something on, you know, during a party if you have friends. Uh, throw that bitch on in the background. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think that's what if they really want to do Friday the Thirteenth again. Uh, they, they need to really just look at its roots and look at where horror is now and Bring try and Jarvis. mesh the two. Bring back Jarvis. Well, they did that with Never Hike Alone. I'm not talking about Never Hike Alone. I'm saying the studio needs to do that. Yeah. 
Uh, well, the studio is going to be worried about appealing to a mass audience instead of Jarvis the appeals horror to audience. a mass audience, bitch. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will I say this: either bring it back and make it fun, or you better have just a top-notch story. If it's not going right. to be fun, I want a. I everything else needs to be fucking on point. Right. Yeah, I I 100% agree, and I sadly don't think we will probably get either. However, it would be really cool if we got a story that was, you know, layered. You know, if if we got sections where we were getting some background in, say, the 70s, we were getting some of the history from the 80s with flashbacks, and then, you know, almost like put it in the 90s or even modern day, so you're getting layers to it. You can really flush out uh, an in-depth story and, and still keep some of that fun. I mean, play with it. You know, with, with your 80s shit, make it look like it was shot on a VHS. So, you know, just just really have fun with it. And I think that would appeal to people. Yeah. You know what movie had a great balance of fun and just brutality? Terrifier. Oh. Maybe they should sit down, watch Terrifier, and go, okay, what what can we learn from this? I agree 100%. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I loved that film. Uh, that was actually top five of last year for me. I, I didn't watch it until like a month ago, but I'm terrible at watching new movies, so I'm always a year or two behind. Yeah, that happens, yeah. A lot of times I'll watch something afterwards and be like, fuck, that should have been my best, or on my best of at least. Like, uh, uh, what was it, last month I finally got around to watching uh, the new Suspiria. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it. Ah, man, I fucking loved that film. I, I was like, I said this, if you're going to pick a 2018 movie that's two and a half plus hours to watch, watch Suspiria over the house that Jack built. I still haven't seen that one. I want to see that one. It, uh, uh, yeah, I won't say anything just because y'all haven't seen it. <laughs> it's long. I know that. Hey, yeah, it's long, but it's it's not. It's not. I mean, yeah, it could have been edited uh, down for sure, but it's not that. It's not that it's long, and it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just the the director made the film for himself so he forgets that there's an audience watching. Gotcha. So you you almost feel the two and a half hours. Yeah, like you like with Suspiria, it was a long movie, but I didn't necessarily feel like it was super long. I I was interested, I was right. invested because I've always said if you're gonna remake something, make it different. And the remake Suspiria did. It looked at Suspiria and said, okay, this is a masterpiece in visual art. We are going to make ours more story-based. That's how you remake it. Like it or not, even if I would have hated Suspiria, I would have gave it props and credit because it at least did something different. Yeah, it went in its own direction, and you have to appreciate that. I mean, because everyone would have hated it if it just tried to do Suspiria over again. Yeah, because in my eyes, any movie can be remade except for two. There are two movies that can never be remade. And that's Jaws and Wizard of Oz. 
Yeah, good point. Uh, you, you can't. Yeah. There's no. There's nothing you can do for those movies. Nothing. No. No. I'm. I'm sure they will attempt it at some point, but. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> Jaws definitely will happen at some point. Unfortunately, that's that's the shitty thing. I don't yeah. know because uh, shark movies Jaws... aren't really profitable anymore. Oh, I know. I don't know. The Meg. The Meg might change that. Like it or hate it, the Meg made fucking tons of money. Yeah. Okay, valid point. I, I mean, mostly because you know everyone in China went to go see it three times, but still, <laughs> it made a lot of fucking money. Well, it's practically a kaiju movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I like the Meg, but I'm also the the Meg the book uh, by Steve Allen is one of my favorite books of all time. And literally, the remake is just in name only. If they would have done the Meg like it was in the book, we would have finally had a shark movie that could have rivaled Jaws. Probably still wouldn't have beaten Jaws, but Jaws would have finally had a worthy rival because there's not too many genres where you can say there's one undisputed king and it's been, you know, 25 years and no one has been able to touch it. And that's Jaws. Right. It's the king of its subgenre, and no movie has ever came close to touching it in that subgenre. No, you're absolutely right. I can't think of another subgenre that really is, you know, unanimously yeah, loved like, like that. Uh, I mean, you could kind of go with, you could look at possession films and say nothing has touched The Exorcist, but it's have it's had people come close. It has, yeah. Uh, you could say zombie, and with zombie, you're you're it's a battle against two films that are done by the same director. So that one's kind of hard to judge too. But like in this shark subgenre, the best shark movie after Jaws is still three notches under Jaws. Oh yeah, by far, yeah. <laughs> All right. I have to admit, you piqued my interest at least in uh, the book, The Meg. So, oh it's, no, don't it's get a very to buy more books. Oh god, dude, it's it's a super fun read. It's very fast paced. Uh, it's not crazy long, and it's super fun. And the way the book ends is way fucking better than uh, the movie. The whole thing's better than the movie. The characters are better. Nothing you know from that movie mm-hmm. is in the book. Oh, okay. Nothing. It is. It is. It is nothing like that. In fact, I'll put it this way: the audiobook is like ten and a half hours long. That's it. And that's short for an audiobook. Right. Considering like the first Game of Thrones book is like forty-five hours. Holy oh, shit! Yeah, I know because I went through Game of Thrones audiobooks, and that was a, a good uh, almost two hundred hours. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, so the me- it's super fun to read. You can probably you can find it uh, the paperback almost fucking anywhere now. Um, but I-, I recommend it if you want a fun, fast, good, enjoyable shark book. It's amazing, and most of the sequels are actually still really good. The Trench found a way to bring Osama bin Laden in it, which is <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, the the Meg by Steve Allen the book is is worth reading if you're into reading. All right, I will add that to the list. All right, um, before we move on, I I have to bring up something, 
And Mike, I, I know you're going to really appreciate this. Uh, I watched Endgame recently. And speaking of time frames, this is a, a what, three hour, one minute, or two minute movie. It flew by. And Mike, uh, just for you, I, I have to put it out there. I cried. There you go. You I just didn't did, record we... it, so I can't. Uh, I, see I, be- I, I believe him, because you know what? I tried to not cry, and it almost got me a couple of moments, and then it, it struck big at the end and, and made me cry. Throughout the because there's like, even before the ending, there's like four or five different places for you to cry. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and it, then it strikes, and then it just kind of makes it happen. Uh, we just did a me and Jay from Kill the Cast. We just did a spoiler-filled review of it, where we talk about where we cried, and he he said he was audibly crying and felt bad for the guy next to him because <laughs> he was just like openly sobbing and moaning. Uh, I so wish I could have been there to experience it because I. I've been laughed at for crying so many times in theaters, most importantly the end of Halloween 6, but that's beside the point. Because that's how I cry at the end of that movie, still to this day. I openly I... sob all the time. When you watch uh, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, do you just pretend he's the same character? He doesn't I'm watch not going to lie, I've never seen Ant-Man. I own both of them, I have not seen Oh, them. dude, hidden, hidden gems in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are the two Ant-Man movies. Uh, the first Ant Man would make my would probably make my top five Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And I, I love Paul, and I I should watch it because I've seen all of his other films, so I should, I need to watch that. Yeah, you need to watch. You can pretend it's the same character, and then you can pretend that his daughter Cassie somehow is the baby from Halloween Six. You never know, Mike. Baby, it, it could all be connected. Baby Steven had his sex change. Yes, and is now it, a female. Sleepaway camped it. Oh, yeah. then at the end, I can cut sleep. Oh, I can re-edit it and put sleepaway camp ending at the end of Ant Man. So at the end of the movie, no, that, that Scott really sees make sense. his daughter now has a dick, and it was hidden the whole time. I don't know. Uh, you could you could actually edit that into one of the movies, but I'm not gonna say which one. Hmm. Yeah. Because that would just be a heartbreaking reveal. Well, no, 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 I know that. Him that running happened. along, finally going to see his daughter, and then she's just standing there. <gasps> I just I just, I just, just got which movie you, you were talking about. <laughs> so wait, oh, are you telling man. me I have to watch all 21 to find... Oh uh, no, Please, it's... 22. It, he, well, no, technically Ant-Man's only in uh, four movies. Okay, good, good. So... And we can uh, eliminate one of those and just say you have to watch two Ant-Man movies and an and a Avengers movie. Okay, I can, Okay, so you're saying okay, so so three movies, the Ant-Man, so ten hours. So, okay, so two yeah. Ant-Mans, and then Infinity War, and then Endgame, right? Uh, technically, uh, yeah. Watch them both. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's kind of a one-two punch. Yeah, though. I mean, to be fair, I mean honestly. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is a fun... Wait a second. You want him to watch more action movies. Why don't y'all just do a, like, uh, thing where y'all both re-watch... Well, he has to re-watch, but you can be your first time watch. Y'all go through the Cinematic Universe and add it onto every show. Like, alright, here's our our Marvel Minute where y'all talk about going through 
the entire thing. So every episode, you can just add this, you know, maybe 15, 20-minute discussion on each movie as Michael J. has his first watches of them. And uh, then and you can just, uh, Spooky Roads can tell about how I was watching it again. See, I would be completely down for that. We've discussed it. My problem is, is Michael wouldn't actually watch them. I mean, well, if he doesn't watch them, you start printing out pictures. Uh, you print out two pictures. One of Loomis and one of Mummy Myers. And you, if he didn't watch it, you light the Loomis picture on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but then Loomis would be in bandages and I couldn't look at him. No, right. he would be in Ashes, which would make sense for the Marvel Universe. Uh, That's true. Oh, because the Marvel Universe is in Ashes now, too, because it's all fucked. And next for Phase 5... Uh, phase 4. Oh, wait, hold on. Wait. Technically, we and, and technically we still have one movie left in Phase 3. Yep. Yep, oh, we have okay, to cap so, it off. Oh, right. Yeah, so Spider, Spider-Man Far From Home is the last movie in okay, Phase 3. Okay, so then we know Spider-Man didn't die at the end of Endgame. Okay, um... Let's see. Um, it's only twenty-two movies, Mike. You can do this. Yeah, um, you can do twenty. As many times as I've heard you talk about how many times you have watched Halloween Six. I've watched that many, many, many. I've watched that twenty-two times like, over. I don't know how many times I hear. What are your favorite uh, Skeleton Crew episodes? And the Curse of Michael J. isn't in someone's top five. <laughs> yeah, for whatever you, reason, like, I don't know why that is, but. It's all true, though. It, it definitely is all true. I really did do that, and I still remember talking to Dan Ferrans for the first time, and when he heard that, he was... He felt very bad for me. He wanted to give me my life back. And I... I, 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 I take felt it. bad for you listening to that episode. It's I'll like, oh, take it. no. <sighs> yeah, so I think, I think this is a plan y'all could roll forward with, and you just... You know, punish him by setting pictures of Loomis on fire when he doesn't do it. Well, if we break it up to the extent where I only maybe have to watch one in time for recording, I may be able to do that. That may be easier to do. Do one a month. It'll take you a year, but fuck it, do it. You know what? I even, episode, I even you know what? I might even be able to do that. And if we do two episodes of rap, because we won't do it for Sunday show, obviously, but. No. Um, for for Rabbit and Red, Red, if we do two a month, I can I can probably be down for that. All right, so I Rabbit and Red for that. does Marvel. Oh boy! And oh boy. I, when you get to Endgame, I am I am so curious to know what. Well, at that point, you wouldn't be an outsider, but somebody that's not as involved, their opinion is because. Then, the difference uh, between people like us who have been at it for 10 years versus someone who did it in 10 months. Right. What's the investment? What's the payoff there? Yeah, I'm really curious because literally, I, uh, and this is me being 100% serious, I cannot think of a cinematic event, and that, that's what I'm calling Endgame. It's a cinematic event. <clears throat> I can't think of one that is as big ever, really, and... Uh, I, well, I'll, I, I'll let you go. I'm just saying, and I, I, in the future, I can't imagine there being one as big. You know what? I have I, 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 I agree, movie wise, because right. I don't even think Star Wars has accomplished. No, 
I don't know. Episode day. nine, I think. Hey, we'll fucking... we'll see, but I don't I don't know if it's if it's gonna be because these characters in in episode nine we've only known for a handful of movies. In game, we knew these characters over twenty fucking movies. Um, it's the equivalent if you go back to. 1995 watching Godzilla versus Destroya and Godzilla, you know, dies at the end of the movie. And you had been watching, you know, Godzilla, you'd seen 20 Godzilla movies up to that point. It's it's like that. Um but still I think bigger. Um because it's a human character and not a kaiju. Right. Um yeah, I I think TV has done it a few times. I would say TV probably done it, but it's a little different because, you know, with seasons, you're with them for years and years and years, weekly. Uh, like, I, I would honestly say Game of Thrones has done what Endgame has done a few times. Okay. But okay. I will agree, in a, from a movie standpoint, I cannot think of anyone who has ha, who has done what Endgame has done. And And... I, I freely admit, Mike, I cried. And I fought it like hell. No. I fought as hard as I could not to cry. And then I realized it was starting to trickle out of the one eye, and it's just like, I yes. lost. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. I have to see what Marvels are in 4K, so I know what ones I have to get on 4K. No, they're not real the 4K. Way I've I'm already wa- told you that's that. That's the only way that I'm watching them, though. If they're available in that format, I will get that. You own the uh, Blu-ray. It's the exact same thing. I don't own the I think Blu-ray of everything. I most of them are available on 4K. Yes. Um, I'm not going to argue this because I want you to watch them. So, uh, yeah, most of them are available on 4K, man. But here's the problem. Brand new, most of them are $30. Oh, yeah, I know. That's uh, why I, w- I, won't, I won't buy brand new. I will only buy... Uh, yeah, you have to go hunt down and find used copies. Yes. Like, I have Thor Ragnarok on 4K. I never opened it, but I have it. I have to get... I think all the Avengers are on 4K. Uh, the Incredible Hulk I see is on 4K. Yeah, uh, I know Walmart right now has like all of the Iron Mans and Captain Americas on 4K right now. I think. Yeah, that's true, and I I actually think they're only like 27 at Walmart. I'm not 100 percent on that, but really, mm. yeah. So, Mike, if you want to actually see a film that emotionally impacted me like no film has ever, it'll be Endgame. I cried. Oh. I laughed. I actually got so fucking giddy that I thought I was going to cry at one point. Just, I was so excited that something was actually happening. Oh, so good. I don't care even what you're going on about. So, I think he's Jack Nolan. Uh, we're not that lucky. There hasn't been a school shooting lately, so there's nothing for him to think about. There was a, there was a synagogue shooting like two days ago. What are you talking about? He, he, religion's he not good mostly, enough. It's got to be children. Yeah, he mostly goes for the children. Oh, that's weird. Wow. It is. No. Wow. And on that note, we're going to leave on a cliffhanger. So we will be back right after this.
Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael, hi. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. All right, and we're back. And I just wanted to start this segment off by telling people: Do you know what I'm wearing today? I'm wearing Close. my I'm wearing my Sunday show shirt because I supported myself and bought one. <laughs> You're the only person that has, Mike. Yeah, and you know what commission I got for that? Because they give you a little piece on T Public, and I two cents. Up, no, I got two dollars. Yeah, as I say, it's actually like two bucks on T Public. Yeah, two dollars. So that yeah. means that that the that the Rabbit and Red Network this month cost uh, twelve dollars instead of fourteen. Okay, I'll take it. Actually, if if you well, here's the thing though, if you bought it through your account on Tiki Public, right? Uh, they automatically discount the two dollars off oh, that really? they would have paid you. Yeah, Shit. so you you would you you actually didn't make any money because they go ahead and discount <laughs> it if you bought it through. Your own username. I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> Fuck, I think I did because they asked me to sign in. Motherfucker! Why yeah, couldn't I so... sign in as a, just a normal retard? Shit! Yeah, <sighs> because I, uh, like, uh, I've done it through for Kill the Cast, and, like, when I bought my shirt, and then, like, when Kenneth went to go buy his shirt and Jay went to go buy their shirt, they didn't buy it through the login because they don't have the login. Mm-hmm. So, like, I secretly made money off of them. Right. And then, like, uh, we've had, like, uh, other people. I think we've made, like, I don't know, like 30 bucks in t-shirt sales. Somebody buy a shirt, for Christ's sakes. You know what would have really helped, Mike? If you had discussed it with me beforehand and I could have designed some things instead of you just taking show art and putting on there. Well, then design whatever the fuck you want. You can. (laughs) Design it. I'll post it. Fucking, I just like some of the show art that I was going to plan on buying for myself. How can it, you know what show art you need? Or you know what shirt design you need? Here's your idea. Take the cover of the Changeling mm-hmm. with its wheelchair. Yeah. And find a way to Michael J that. Oh, God. Nobody wants that. No one hey, would hey, purchase anything with that hey, fucking mongoloid hey, on it. Do not Z, put him on there. Dave Z Do not put said, Michael J on it. Dave just Z said he would buy one. With me dressed as Loomis, so make that sh- so make that shirt, John, so I can make two dollars. <laughs> you know, I'm sure people are into gimp porn. If you really want two dollars, and I saw, you know what? Yes, and I oh, saw they are. Oh. I've sent some pictures to Michael. Oh, I've seen gimp porn because my buddy used to own a porn store, and they had this thing called Handy Sex, and it was amputees having sex. It was some of the most disturbing material you would ever watch, but I watched it. I really it. think MPT porn would be all that, like, like that's not that bad. Like, if it's just a regular person who, like, 
lost an arm or a leg. Like that's fine. It's just you know, like I, if it's a genetic for uh genetic uh fuck, what's the word? Deformation? Yes. Uh, uh from like def- birth or something yes. or from like a genetic disease or something. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit different. But if it's just a regular person like if it's just me and like I lost my leg to diabetes <laughs> that's not that bad because like I'm the skinniest person with diabetes in the world. I don't know. I sent a cover to Mike that was a uh, a girl that was a W amputee and she had no legs and I don't even remember the name of the porn, but yeah. Uh, spin topper. Sure. Sounds good to me. You just put her on top and then you spin her. <laughs> Ooh, you can sell it to uh there's gotta be someone out there that has that's Jewish and has that fetish and so you can dress her like a dreidel. Yeah. Oh. Little Dreidel Girl Seven. Yes, yes. I'm there. You go. And on the sixth day of Hanukkah, it could work. Yeah, I know Brandon would buy one. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, enough talking about Michael J. Because, well, no one likes to do that. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about something that's actually interesting. Uh, let's talk about some upcoming movies, even though none of them are going to have the impact Avengers Endgame did. Yes, they are. There is one that I think I will enjoy more than Avengers Endgame. But it's biased, but I know I'll enjoy it more. Well, when it comes to cinema, I think it's just talking personal taste. It's all bias, you know? So Yes. All right, sorry. Uh, currently dealing with some fucking allergies because I'm a dumbass and forgot to take my meds. Allegra, bitch. Uh, actually, I use uh, Zyrtec. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Yep. All right, so kind of what we decided to do was we were each going to pick a couple films, and we were going to discuss them. That's so much better than, say, a gimp setting down and reading off upcoming films and then us critiquing them because that's just fucking stupid and i don't know anyone that would ever do such a retarded idea as that so yeah let's uh let's let's kick things off and mike why don't you tell us what your first pick is now they don't have to be in like order of how i feel about them correct no no not at all wait why you you're the one who like gave me the details of this show and you're asking that question because i didn't i didn't i didn't necessarily pick it jerry john actually came up with the idea i just was well that's because we were supposed to be interviewing somebody i was all ready for it watched almost all the screener yeah every fucking episode and then you're just like oh no that's in a couple weeks what <laughs> it wasn't so we're reporting in two fucking well, days and now we got nothing the thing sure. is oh, okay the thing is it wasn't supposed to be it was just that 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 person con their rep contacted me and they said well uh we're moving on to their next film so you can have them on in a few weeks and talk about this film and their next film so i'm like well if you'd like to do that, I'm not gonna, you know. Well, now they're not the main focus. They're just a part of the show. Anyway, yeah, now on. I'm the main focus, bitch. Yes, damn bitch. right. That's right. <laughs> okay, my first upcoming film that that I'm looking forward to doesn't have an exact release date yet for this year, but it is coming out this year, and that is The Shining, real 4K. No, that doesn't count. Yes, it does. No. It's, it's coming, and it's real 4K. 
because it was no, a new remastered. Again. Doesn't count. <laughs> that counts. Okay, so since you're saying that, I am going to say you actually mean Doctor Sleep. No, no, no. And I considered that, you know, because I'm intrigued. It has a, a good cast, but the premise sounds a little, interesting. The yeah, I, well, was, I've read the book. You read, you made it. I still can't believe you made it through the book. I couldn't get, I couldn't get to page one hundred. I think I, I barely got past fifty. I think. Jay, Michael, you well, just turned the page. Well, yeah, it's not hard. I and it's like it. any yeah, but I other tried Stephen to King read book. It. There's a lot of build-up. Yeah, but I tried to read... No, no, because there's been Stephen King books I've read without a problem. But I tried to read that like three different times, and each time I fell asleep. I can't say too much. I couldn't make it through the stand. So That's the only book of his that I've kind of put down. But that's mostly my fault. I just wasn't feeling it at that point in time. So I just... I'll go back to it at some point. But no, I I I credit this to much like his his other writing, kind of along the lines of like Salem's Lot or Needful Things. There's a lot of build up where you're getting all the backstory and everything that you really need to know before everything turns to shit. So that's just how Stephen King rolls. You got to read like 300 pages of setup, and then you get 300 pages of everything you read being turned on its head. I don't know enough about. I, I've read Stephen King books. Yeah, I mean, but not enough to be an expert on him. Like I could, I can sit down and probably knock out a top five, but not not enough to detail explain how uh, Michael J did not explain to me we could pick Blu-ray releases. No, that's uh, not true. For He's this just being an asshole. Well, uh, see, the thing is, I'm I'm allowed to do that just because, uh-huh. you know that 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 that's my rule. But you know, so Doctor Sleep is Mike's first pick. All right, <laughs> no, The Shining 4K no, no. is my first pick. The, the sequel, Doctor Sleep, is what you actually mean. All right, so Jerry, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, I am a fucking huge Godzilla fan. Uh, even do a pod side podcast called Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, and <laughs> I cannot fucking wait to sing a King of the Monsters. This is a movie that I think I will probably uh, enjoy more because of my bias towards Godzilla over Avengers Endgame. I don't know if it's going to be a better movie than Avengers Endgame. Uh, I have seen people in the Godzilla groups claiming that, oh, it's going to win Oscars, and it's going to beat in-game at the box office. They're all fucking wrong. It's going to be a great film, but you're too much of a fanboy if you think that's going to happen. Uh, but we get King Ghidorah, we get Rodan, we get Mothra, which is the only design I'm kind of am about, but I, I want to see it in motion. Uh, we have a fantastic fucking cast. Uh, you've got O'Shea Jackson in there, represent for Ice Cube, which is, you know means maybe I get some uh, Ice Cube reference in the movie, and that'll make me happy. Um, you've got uh, Vera Famiga, and you've got um, uh, the chick that played Eleven, Bobby Bobby Brown or some shit. I yeah, can't remember her Bobby name. Brown. Uh, uh, Millie Bobby Brown That's is her name. It. There we go. Uh, so, awesome fucking cast. I, I greatly enjoyed uh, 2014 Godzilla. You did? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. A lot of people complained about that going, oh, well, there wasn't much Godzilla. And I'm like, 
yeah, watch a lot of the original Godzilla movies. There's not a lot of Godzilla. It's a lot of a character base. That's uh, what a lot of Godzilla movies are. So I don't know what your complaint is there. And uh, I think they also... I don't... I think Godzilla movies always have people expecting more than any Godzilla movie has ever delivered. They have these expectations of Godzilla that are unrealistic based on his movies. And I think Godzilla 14 fell on that because it didn't appease non-Godzilla fans because there wasn't enough Godzilla. It didn't appease Godzilla fans because they took shots at the uh, character stories. Uh, it, so it was kind of, it's, it's a mixed review movie. 100% mixed review. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I really liked it. It was... It, I had no expectations because, like I said with Godzilla movies, uh, you have to lower the expectation movies. And to me, technically, there have only been two bad live-action Godzilla movies. So, I hope we continue that feat, and I think we will. Okay. Um, I considered that one, but uh, the 2014 one, I 12 minutes of Godzilla out of, what, two hours... Oh, is, look at the original uh, Godzilla from 1954. You got less I than I love that one, though. Yep. I, th- but it's because the, reason, the story is so good. It's, I love the original. Mm-hmm, it had meaning for, and everything like that. And yeah. I, I understand people were like, I, it, if, you, if someone goes to America's going to remake a Godzilla movie, you're expecting a giant uh, Godzilla movie where you get mostly Godzilla. And that's what would have happened if they would have had a big uh, action movie director like Michael Bay or someone do it. But they took the Marvel route. And they didn't want a blockbuster director. They went and got someone smaller. Uh, which which gave the movie a unique feel. But I do understand the complaints and I agree that it can be, it, it can be a mixed feelings movie. Well, even one of the things for me with it, not to focus on this too much, but was even when we had a battle going on, we didn't even focus on it. We didn't even get to see it. It was just that frustrated me. Um, so that's kind of lowered my expectations. Uh, but uh, I think the team behind that kind of corrected course a little bit with uh, Skull Island. I really enjoyed that one. So I don't know. I, I am excited to see. Godzilla King of the Monsters. So, I, I'm just hoping it's better than 14. Fair enough. Hey, I think it is going to be better than 14, to be honest with you. It's got King Ghidorah in it. How could we go wrong? Yeah, unless they throw in time travel, it's going to be a good... It's, it's going to be, you know, better than most King Ghidorah movies. <laughs> Alright, for myself, I... I'm going with uh, Bright Burn, the James Gunn-produced evil Superman film. I I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Superman? Wow. I'm... Well, kid Superman. Yeah, it, it's like a, a teenage, like, what, a 12, 13-year-old kid that is basically the same backstory as Superman, and he just... It's showing us the opposite. What happens if, you know, Superman wasn't a good soul and raised with good parents or whatever? What if what if he was bad? What if he was Michael Myers? Yeah, what if he did not have the moral disposition 
of a superhero, but he right. had the powers. Yeah. I think it looks pretty cool. I'm intrigued. Uh, I really want to check it out. So That brings us back to Michael J., and he's going to um, tell us another 4K release. No, no, no. This isn't a 4K release, unfortunately. Um, but it is a it is a Blu-ray premiere that I'm very interested in. And it didn't get I a theatrical release, so it counts. It didn't get a theatrical release, so this one does count. Can you guess? Or do you want me to just say it? If you fucking say the Dark Knight TV series or whatever it the was. Dark Knight TV series? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know, that fucking vampire cop thing from the 90s. No, Forever Night? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, No, although I am looking forward to that. I will buy that, but not that. Uh, no, I'm okay. talking about I'm talking about Critter's Attack, bitch. And I add okay, bitch yeah. because I enjoy it. Yeah, right. Critter's Attack, I, I want that, like, now. I don't want to wait until July. I want it right now, please. It Thank looks you. bad. It <laughs> looks fucking amazing. It- it's probably going to be better than a new binge. Although I love the new binge. That's a low bar. Although, no, I well? love the new binge, and I'm going to tell you why. I love the new binge because the critters fucking talk to me during that fucking show. I'm sitting there, and I'm watching it, and they go, still doing that shit, and I just love it. It's just... So, so they did the same thing they've always done, yes, just with just... worse practical effects than in the original. But it's so... It's just, you know... <laughs> It's just the critters, and I—I I mean, I love. You're them. biased because you're a critters fan. And I cried when it was over because I wanted it to continue. I—I th- I felt. Yeah, but you, you know. cry over everything. You could clip That's your true. toenail, and it looks—it lands on a picture of Loomis, and you start crying. Well, yeah, that's because it has no place landing there, you know. Um, there's no. Place it lands it just there. right on the tile of your floor, and it kind of looks like the thorn symbol. You, you just can't handle I it. got to get a picture of that. Donald had that on his wrist, and he started screaming no, and then he died. Got to get crime scene tape and, like, tape that off, because nobody is touching that fucking scene. That's, that's kind of disgusting, but okay. It's staying right there. Oh, God. Uh, um... I think it looks bad. Um, I will watch it. I'm not really looking forward to it. Like I told you, Mike, off air, it reminds me of like a, a Disney Channel TV movie. I haven't had movie. Critters since 91 in theatrical form. Or not theatrical, but the You're not getting it now. Form. Well, I, no, but not feature I, film form. This is the closest yeah. we're going to get. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, critters and like Tremors and shit like that, the creature feature movies, I love creature feature movies. All I ask from them is that they're fun and not stupid for the sake of stupid, like we what's killing the shark genre. Right. So, if, if Critters Attack is fun, that's all I ask for. I don't care. As long as special effects are mediocre and it's a fun movie, that's all I want. I don't know. The Good Critter, or The Good Crite, uh, I don't like that. However, I, I will watch cute. this. I will watch this, and the only thing I'm really hoping for is we get some cheesy fun out of it. That that's what I'm. Yeah. That that's my expectations. So, all right, we're just gonna keep yeah. the rotation going. So, uh, Jerry, you are up. I am looking forward. Speaking of creature features, to Alexandre Aja. Crawl. Oh, fuck yes, fuck yes, yes. alligators. Fuck uh, yes. I- 
One of my favorite movies of all time is Alligator from 1980. Uh, yeah. I, I literally have a poster of that, the, the theatrical poster for that. Uh, well, a smaller version of it right next to uh, where I record. Um, it's it's nice. a fantastic movie. Uh, in fact, uh, last year uh, I got to go see it in theaters um, because we've got a place here called Full Moon Cineplex that shows old horror movies. And they did a uh, double feature of Alligator and Orca, and it was the greatest thing ever. So I went to that. I saw this. It, it just looks so good. It's It's got, uh, I can never say her last name, but uh, Kea Skodorolario, who is in the <laughs> UK versions of Skins, uh, which was actually pretty good. And it, it just looks like it's going to be fucking fun. It's, if... It's the almost exact same premise as the shark movie Bait, except uh, more localized and smaller. It's going to take place in in an apartment building, and it looks like it's basically two people versus alligators, and people who try to rescue them are going to get fucked up and eaten. And I, I, it just looks like a lot of fun. I can't wait for it. I love Alexandra Aja. I think he's a fucking awesome director because... He knows how to give you entertainment. He is, like, I don't like Michael Bay, but Alexander Andre is, like, the horror version of Michael Bay. He's going, he understands horror, he understands entertainment, and that's what he's going to give you. So I can't fucking wait. No, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this one, too. Uh, I, I saw Alligator Film, Aja... And then I saw it produced by Sam Raimi. It was like, I don't even need to watch this trailer. I know it's good. I'm excited. I did watch the trailer, and it does look really fucking good. So, yeah, uh, you picked a great one. I can't wait to check that one out, too. I assume Mike would give his opinion, but I think he's still coming. Uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I love that you said you have an alligator poster near where you record. Um I think that that's brilliant because I love Alligator One and Two, so yeah, yeah. mutation's not bad. Yeah, it's, I didn't, it's fun. I uh, I've that's been still looking fun. for uh, Blu-rays of those, and and they have been uh, released in like Australia. I need them. Uh, no, not Australia, Italy. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, it. It is region locked, and apparently the it's not it's not much better looking than the Lionsgate DVD. So uh, I would just keep holding out and hope that at some point, either Umbrella or yeah, that the long nice. rumor Vestron doing it. Yeah, that happen. would be nice too. But Vestron has been has been slacking lately. <sighs> Mike, if we're getting a 4K release of The Legend of Boggy Creek, it's not. It's not a 4K. It's just a 4K transfer. It's not a 4K disc. Doesn't count. Okay. If we're yeah, still getting those, that, I'll be honest with you: the Synapse 4K uh, restoration of Suspiria mm -hmm. looks better than every 4K Blu-ray I own. That's true. Oh, I agree. The Synapse 4K does look really, really good. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, I'll give you that definitely. All right, keeping things rolling for myself. Uh, my next pick is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yes. I think this looks fantastic. Um, I loved the books Alvin growing Schwartz, up. Bitch. And, you know, with uh, Del Toro producing it behind this, mm -hmm. uh, I'm really excited. 
Uh, all the images, all the little teasers, everything we've got, the creatures, everything looks amazing. So I'm I'm pumped. I I'm not. Uh, I don't think it looks bad or anything. I just it, it's just not hitting me as anything. So I think it's going to be one of those. I will go see it in theaters and hold judgment until then because as of right now. It doesn't get me excited, but it also doesn't make me go, oh, I'm not fucking watching that. Okay. All right. I get that. I do. Most of the shit Mike is excited about, I feel that way. So, and Speaking of which, uh, Mike, what, what yeah. shit pile are you going to throw at us next? Well, this is not – this is an, um, an uncut release premiere because I didn't watch the cut release, and I won't watch the edited release now that I know the – the, the, the R-rated version is coming um, in about oh, a month. Anticipation is killing me. But, um, and, and, yeah, fuck you. And I know everybody has seen it already, I'm sure, and fuck you for seeing it, because I didn't see it yet, but Leprechaun Returns, bitch, is coming to Blu-ray, right, so uh, I count it. I, I, I saw it. It, uh... Not that good? It's... It's it's okay. It's really weird because <laughs> better um, than Leprechaun Origins. Yes, it's better than Leprechaun Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, the and the uh, effects are actually decent. Mm-hmm. The Leprechaun looks fine. Right. The story is okay. Mm-hmm. Everything about the movie is okay, but it's kind of boring. It oh. uh, it doesn't really uh, do anything to to like. It gets really close to getting better than okay a lot, but it never quite crosses that hurdle. So we're going in the right direction with Leprechaun, um, but I don't think we've hit that yet. Uh, the Leprechaun, while better than the origin Leprechaun, is is still under you know a, a Warwick Davis performance. But I'm not the kind of person that says. We can't have another actor take on the role. You just need to find a way to make that role be original to the actor while still keeping the originality and spirit of the character. And they just didn't quite, they just didn't quite get that. So okay, it, it's right. okay though. It's it's worth checking out. Um, if the last thing you saw was Origins, then yeah, fucking. <laughs> it, it's a, it's a, it's it's the first five seconds of Listerine in your mouth. You know, right. right before it starts burning, it's really refreshing, and then your tongue gets on fire. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I I've heard some decent reviews of it. Uh, I also didn't watch it because it was just on TV and shit. So yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about watching the unedited version. So. Uh, Jerry, what do you have up next for us? Uh, I've got a biopic, and uh, I, I debated on. In fact, this one and the next one, I kind of debated on putting on because uh, they're having their premiere this year at film festivals. But I don't know when we're going to be able to see it. But that's Fulci for Fake, which is a biopic of uh, the Italian director Lucio Fulci. I so, didn't even know this was such a thing. Oh, if you don't know about this one, you probably won't know about my next movie either. So, Fulci for Fake is a biopic that's going to follow Lucio Fulci. Um, I can't tell as of right now if it, if it's... It looks like it's 
not a documentary, but an actual movie. So it, it's a biopic in the same sense of Bohemian Rhapsody and uh, Piano all Man? of that. <laughs> yeah, Rocket except Man. on the director. Um, and so I'll be excited to kind of see that of him going through, you know, some of his biggest movies and, you know, ending, you know, with, you know, him getting sick on Zombie 3 and uh, fucking explaining why he made Cat in the Brain. Um, but I, I don't know what to expect out of this, but uh, I think the idea of biopics for horror directors is a fantastic idea because some of these people are so fucking interesting. Um, and I would love to see this happen with not only him, but many more fucking directors. Uh, I, let's Once they die, let's start making them uh, biopics. Like at this point, I think Dario Argento's uh, done making good movies, so as soon as he dies, someone make a biopic on him. I support this 100%. Uh, I love the idea, just as you said, and... Uh... Having known nothing of this, this is now on my list that I, I've got to check out, and I don't know if I, I can pre-order a copy, whatever, but yeah, I, I need to see this. So Yeah, but I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's a documentary or if it's an actual movie, because it does say it has never before seen footage and photos and interviews, but... Um... I'm looking at IMDb real quick, and it, hey, okay, it looks like it's going to be a documentary. Okay. So, but it's it's going to be movie-grade documentary. Gotcha. So we'll have to kind of see what that comes. I'd rather it be like an actual biopic than just a documentary. But it's in post-production, so hopefully uh, it'll make its rounds at the festivals, and we will get a VOD release sometime after that. Awesome. Yeah. No, uh, still looking forward to that because uh, it's it's Fulci. How can you not? Exactly. And I just All went right. and saw a Fulci film in theaters. I went and saw The Beyond. Nice. That's a good one, too. All right. To change things up, and Mike, since you say that I watch too much horror, mm-hmm. here's an upcoming one that I bumped up on my list just because it's not horror. I'm going to go with Rambo 5, The Last Blood. You motherfucker. I, I, I'm thing? actually interested in this. I like the Rambo movies, even though I'm not big on action movies. Uh, for some reason, Sylvester Stallone, Rambo, or Rocky, I'm into those movies. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I grew up on them, and uh, I I enjoy all of them in some aspect. And, and to know that he's coming back after all this time, and I've seen some pictures and stuff, and, you know, I'm a fan of Stallone. I, I hate saying that, but as a person, <laughs> as a person, I, I, I am a fan of him and what he's built, and uh, I'm really curious. So I'm, I'm hoping it's good, and uh, I am looking forward to seeing it. So, Mike, yeah. do you just want to take that as your pick now? No. Because I fucking have something else because you fucking fucker piece of <laughs> fucking rat scum dog shit. Um, let's see. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to fill, to, to give you the ultimate cuss that, that ends all cusses? Do you have one? Yes. Okay, yes, You just look do. at him and you go, John, Spooky Road, uh, McBeef Sandwich, whatever your name is. Uh, <laughs> you are... A dried-up, dick-looking, cum-guzzling son of a fuck-faced cocker spaniel. Okay, I like it. 
Yeah. I think I'm just no, going to hang up at this point. No favorite. one, you can't respond to that, especially when you can get it down and say it like I can. No one can respond Holy to that. They don't shit. even know what you just fucking said. That was like a <laughs> fucking tongue twister that you just like fucking shoved down my throat. Yeah. Don't worry, Mike. Your gimpy tongue cannot handle it. I definitely can't. I, I'm gonna choke on it. Um, let's see. What the fuck? I, I bet just... your brother's tongue can though. Probably. I bet it can handle quite a bit. Um, sure. Unfortunately. I'm glad I don't know about it, but I'm sure. You've probably heard it, though, through uh, those thin little walls. Well, thankfully, I wanted to deal with that for too much longer. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, shit, I just fucking... Oh, yes! I want to see that fucking... Um, that Detective Pikachu. I want that. All right. You know why? And I'll tell you why. Because I used to watch fucking Pokemon. Really? You, oh, yeah. Because there's a no, fucking no, no, no. I, there, there, I played there, Pokemon Blue. There's there's a fucking I never gold. played the I never played the games, but oh, there's, there's a fucking Pokemon named Meowth that I fucking love. He is my yep. my, my, is dope. my favorite. I love him. Go West Jung Meowth when he fucking learns to speak and does all the, I fucking I ball. I ball like a little fucking baby at that fucking I think you thing. need to quit saying how much you cried everything because it's lost its meaning now like yeah, you saying you cried it everything uh, like I'm just like oh, okay so it doesn't have the same impact when yeah, I say like, that well, I cried watching Endgame like we gotta switch well, yeah, it up you don't like, fucking cry at anything you're heartless somewhat somewhat a lot of what <laughs> um no but it's just um Meowth is my favorite so I'm really hoping that he makes an appearance um, the fact that they have Ryan Reynolds doing the voice, I don't know how I feel about Pikachu talking versus just going the Pika Pika Pikachu, Pika Pika Pika. You know, like that's 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 the Pikachu I know. So I don't know how it's gonna sound, you know, with with Deadpool as Pikachu, but I'm down for it. Here, here's here's my two cents on this. I am a complete outsider. I never watched it. I never played it. I Never had an interest in it. Of course not. But you'll see this because Ryan Reynolds is in it. It doesn't even have to do with that. I actually the trailers and whatnot have me somewhat intrigued. Because um, Ryan I'm not Reynolds rush is out in to it. the I'm not gonna rush out to the theaters and watch it. Yeah, you are. But I'll definitely check it out at some point. Yeah, um, you are because no, you it has, love it the theatrical experience. So you will go. It doesn't even have to do with Ryan Reynolds. I, I think that the world looks interesting it looks well flushed out and as a, a whole it actually looks somewhat funny unlike the sonic the hedgehog trailer that was just released yeah which, but they're changing them so i want to see it that that looks bad whereas you know it, it does had, but like j michael j just said they they the internet actually won they're changing it they're redoing sonic in it so it will Crazy. be better, I'm sure. The I, internet has I, so I mean, care. if the movie's bad, the movie's looks. bad. Oh, yeah. At this point, the they're doing a cosmetic bad. change. Yeah. Changing how he looks does not affect how the film itself looks. But and Jim that looks Harry's bad. Whereas, I had just as much interest in a Pokemon movie. If you had told me that both of these are coming out, I had zero fucks to give. <laughs> the trailer for Pokemon... Actually, won me over. So yeah. good on. That. I will. I will agree. Detective Pikachu looks like it's going to be a good movie. I probably will not go see it in theaters. 
Uh, I don't no. think it's a movie that, that, for me, needs a theatrical experience. Um, and most of it's because for me to go to a big movie theater, it's got to be something I really want to see because I fucking hate going to a theater because people talk and they're on their fucking phones and it destroys me. That's why I pretty much only go to this theater that shows old horror movies because everyone there is there to see a fucking movie from the 80s or the 70s and they're not going to be on their phone or talk. Right. They're there to enjoy the fucking horror movie in a theater. Mm-hmm. Yep. I need more of that around here is what the fuck I need. Hey, do it. I, uh, this this place is a tattoo shop, a one-room movie theater, and uh, during October has a haunted house, and they also do a horror and tattoo convention every year. And do they have popcorn? That sounds amazing. They have popcorn, they have soda, they have beer, they have candy. Oh, God. Yeah. It's great. Oh, and they also do, uh, for the first movie... Uh, Friday and Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, they do dinner in a movie. So you can actually uh, sign up early and uh, pay for dinner in a movie. Oh, my God. That's... I would... Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, I know. So if you're in Nashville, Tennessee area, there is a place for you called Full Moon Cineplex. Oh, God, Nashville. I have to move to Nashville. <laughs> Oh, well, you've sold me. I will be stopping there whenever I visit and stop by and see Bo. So uh, uh, I'm in Nashville also. Yeah, that's why I said Actually, I'll I'm be stopping closer, by I'm closer to Nashville than Bo is because Bo now lives in fucking Clarksville, so he's farther yeah, away. Yeah, he moved. Ah, fucker. <laughs> I used to go out and have lunch with him. Now I can't do that anymore. Uh, but if you were to take him to a movie, what would be another pick, Jerry? Uh, so... Keeping on the uh, biography uh, change, uh, this one is straight up a documentary, and it is called Diodato Holocaust. It is uh, from the filmmakers of Fantastic Cozy, which uh, dealt with uh, the director, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Luigi Cozy, the guy who did the colorized version of the original Godzilla movie that's horrible. Oh. Uh, but. Dodato Holocaust deals with uh, Ruggiero Dodato, the maker of Cannibal Holocaust. And it's going to be him talking about everything that happened from him making Cannibal Holocaust to him getting dragged to court and getting slapped with uh, the crime of murder. Oh, shit. Um, I actually made a YouTube video like a month or two ago uh, before I even knew about this documentary talking about uh you know everything that happened with him going to j uh to court having to prove uh that his actors weren't dead how we did the special effects all of this uh so and it's a subject that i really always felt like needed more of a spotlight which is why i made a video on it and now i find out that there's a fucking documentary coming out on it sign me the fuck up i love cannibal holocaust and it's one of those movies that has such an interesting story surrounding it that I, I can't fucking wait for this. I can't agree more with what you just said. And uh, I think I was one of the only people when we reviewed it on Graveshift Radio that recommended it and actually said that it's an important film for people to watch. And yeah, I love the story behind it. So I am 100% looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's a super important film. Uh, it, it's Absolutely. one of the very first found footage movies it is, even if you need to watch the edited version, because there is a cruelty-free version, uh, for those who don't know, real animals were killed on the set, 
though the natives did eat them, so they did go, uh, they did get eaten. Um, but uh, animals were killed on on set. It is in the movie, and it it, it is kind of hard to watch sometimes. Oh yeah, uh, that turtle scene is just fucking. Oh, that's I, I have a hard time making it through it. Um, but it, it's it is a very important horror movie. And it's while not perfect, it is one that I, if if someone was like you know make your list of the fifty horror movies people have to see, Cannibal Holocaust is on that list. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I can't really go on past that, so I I'm just gonna move on for my next pick, and let's let's just speed things along. I'm gonna do my number four, and then I'm just gonna do uh an honorable mention, runner-up, whatever the fuck you want to say. And if you guys got a fifth one, toss it in with your next. So, um... Uh... Well, no, I guess I kind of fucked that up. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that was my fourth one. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, sorry. You miscounted. I did. Spooky. I was All right. specifically Spooky. told five. That's right. To do yeah. five, so. Yeah. I, I made a list of, like, ten, Jesus. but I did <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall back on the I'm dyslexic and math is hard. Oh boy, fair enough. It's All unfortunate. Right. Mike always claims he's a gimp and like that matters. So exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. My my fourth pick is Three from Hell. Um, oh, I've enjoyed like House of a Thousand Corpses, shit. Devil's Rejects. So I'm really hoping that he delivers something along the caliber of those two with three from hell. Uh, I kind of like where I believe it's going. Cause we haven't got hardly anything on this, but I, I think we're going kind of like, a uh, along the lines of like the, the Manson trial. I think we're going to get something like that going on and groupies. And of course there's going to be mayhem, but I, I think that's something mayhem along the lines mayhem. of what we're going to get. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's I'm good. Looking, I'm with you. I don't know. I wonder if it's going... Uh, Rob Zombie seems to make two types of movies. He makes visual movies, or he makes character-driven movies. And you can see that, like, House of a Thousand Corpses, visual, uh, Devil's Rejects character, Halloween character-driven, Halloween 2 visual-driven, Lords of Chaos visual-driven, 31 uh, driven to a trash can. Um, <laughs> like they like so he has a he has two specific styles and I I want to know what style we're getting with this because I don't know what to expect is it going to be a courtroom drama like you said is it going to be about them in prison uh, are we going to get a deeper dive into their characters or is this going to be another visual psychedelic movie I I think I think honestly I think it's going to be character along the lines because he can't really not go character with these characters um but i i do have to admit i hope he throws some of the visual in there because i love his visuals love them agree so uh mike hit us with your final pick and then if if and this is what i actually intended sorry i was confused earlier if you have a pick that you think is a horrible film or something that looks horrible coming out, toss that in there too, because uh, I think that's a little fun to, well, you know, something I'll, people I'll, should avoid. I'll do the the horrible one first then. Ooh, okay. Um, and I'm gonna go with the Aladdin live action that's coming on May 24th. Really? I just don't 
see how it can happen. And I think that Disney is having a real hit or miss with their live actions because, I mean, Dumbo didn't look that great. Um, I didn't see it. I didn't either yet. Um, the Jungle Book I didn't see, but I think that a lot of people like that. But this one... Yeah, that was alright. I just don't think that you need to, you know, remake everything as live action in your in your catalog. I think that you... You know, I just don't think it's necessary. Or quit picking fucking live action movies that are animal based. Right. You Disney has live action movies that they could be making off of animated movies that involve humans. Right. Do that. Right. I agree. Because The Lion King is coming out, I think, in the fall, in November. Why? It's a bunch of fucking lions walking around. And you're just going to have people doing the voices again? Just like yeah. you did for the animated one. That's retarded. The lions can't However, speak. I, I I have to give it uh, the trailer before Endgame. It looked good. I mean, quality-wise. I know I'm going to be dragged to it regardless, because Sarah loves Lion King. It's oh, her favorite God. film. Oh, so... I, will I do be love watching Lion it. King. So I love no, I love Disney it. Movie. I love it too. That's why I think eh, that that's it's okay. Movie. I'm I'm honestly a bigger fan of Aladdin. Of course so. you are. Um, and my 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 final pick, and I'm actually surprised that John did not mention this. Um, the John Wick Three, Parabellum. I'm very surprised I'm, you did not mention that, John. I'm a fan of you, John Wick series. You, this you one just not, looks like it's. Fuck getting you. further and further away oh, from you, what I like. Oh, fuck you. He's gonna have a dog. Still. Two dogs. See? Two dogs are better than one. There we go. You say that until you own two fucking dogs. It's probably gonna happen at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I just... The first one I loved, it, it seemed somewhat grounded and reality-based. And then the second one was a little less, and this one looks even less. So oh. that's where it's kind of losing me. But of course, I'm intrigued, and I'm gonna watch it. You're gonna see it. Oh, it's of course, John Wick. So yeah. You hate John Wick. And <laughs> since Jerry hates action, I'm curious what his uh, uh, good I and watched, bad picks are. I watched the first John Wick, and I enjoyed it. I have not All watched right. the second one. So I do have it on 4K. Yes! It, it, it's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like, if there's a 4K movie and it's like, the 4K Blu-ray is only 15 bucks. You're going to buy I'll, it. I'll probably, I will probably buy it. Yeah. Um, For me, uh, there's not a lot of other horror movies besides like Three from Hell and It Chapter 2, which I thought It Chapter 2 is just too on the nose to pick. Who isn't excited for that? Like, everyone is. Why bring it up? Right. Um, So I was kind of... I don't have one that I'm not looking forward to, just because I can't really think of any movie that's coming out that I think is going to be bad that I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there, There's one that I want to, I hope that it's good, but I'm really worried it's going to be bad, and that's uh, Charlie Says, which is the Charles Manson movie. Oh, um, yeah. Which, the, uh, the only reason I think it's going to be bad is because I know the real story of Charles Manson, and... It's nowhere near as evil as uh, what we've all liked to come to. In fact, if it wasn't for that one dude in his group killing someone, uh, Charles Manson would have never pushed to kill anyone because, you know what, he just wanted to get laid. That's it. He was a fucking dude who just, you know, grew up in a reform school where he got fucking butt raped, and so he decided he was going to spend the rest of his life 
uh, getting laid, and that's what he did, but it was harder and harder to keep people on the fucking uh, dirt farm because no one wanted to live in the fucking desert, and people were kind of losing faith in him, and then his homeboy killed someone, and that kind of pushed him into this whole fucking thing. Mm. So if you know the, the actual real story behind it, eh, but from a Hollywood movie point, it could be really fucking good. Matt Smith is a good actor. So I guess that's my kind of eh. Um, <laughs> as for what I'm excited about, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man is my, uh, or not Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel superhero. I fucking love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio sounds fucking awesome. Um, so let's end phase three on a fucking high note. Uh, it better be because Avengers Endgame was so fucking high, uh, that if this movie doesn't live up, I'm going to be worried. But even the worst movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm looking at you, Iron Man 3, is better than most superhero movies. True. So it's better than almost everything Fox has done in their universe Mm -hmm. and better than almost everything DC's done in their universe. So, I am double thumbs up for fucking Spider-Man. Alright, um, I I can't say I'm super excited. I am willing to go see it. And it's yeah. mostly just because I wasn't the biggest fan of Homecoming. Um, I do enjoy Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I just, I thought that film, uh, had a bad balance between oh, school life and Spider-Man, and I didn't feel they really showed him being super heroic. Uh, I, yeah, I will say this. I don't think uh, Spider-Man movies ever do a good job of villains, uh, which is a problem that a lot of Marvel movies have. Yeah. but Because uh, even with this one, I'm not like that excited about the villains he's facing. Oh, God, no. Um. And even when they do villains I love, they never really do it good enough. But for some reason, the Spider-Man character is so good, I want to see it. It's it's like an Iron Man movie or a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. You go because you want to see fucking Johnny Depp act all weird. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter what's going on in the movie, you just want to see that. And that's how it is for Spider-Man. I just want to see Spider-Man be Spider-Man. Okay. I can't oh. take anything away from that. Uh, as for myself, my bad pick is uh it's one that i keep seeing the trailer for and god it just looks horrible and that's uh fast My and second. furious presents oh. hobbs and shaw i'm Good not into god. action movies so i have no urge to see it but i don't know i feel like if you're into big blockbuster action movies you probably if you enjoyed the fast and furious movies i, I don't see why you wouldn't enjoy this one God, it looks so bad. Like, they have a superhuman now for some reason, and they're going to Samoa, and they're bringing in more pro wrestlers, so, and, oh, God. Here's my question, okay? I, I have not seen a Fast and the Furious movie past the third one. Okay. okay? Uh, this movie is Fast and the Furious Presents, Hall of Shaw. Uh, the Rock and Jay Statham both have characters in the Fast and the Furious universe, but they're not playing those characters? No, they are. Yeah, they, they are. are. They are those characters. It's just later. this is an offshoot from the Fast and Furious. So that's okay, why so it Fast is the same presents. characters now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Why does the trailer make it look like they don't know each other? Uh, is bad it... filmmaking? Okay, I, I don't. I, I like I said, I've seen the trailer, but I don't. I don't actually know what's going on. Like, because some trailers, 
look like like they might be bad, but the premise is kind of intriguing. Like, have you all seen the trailer from Ma? Yeah, I saw uh, that. That about yes. the teenagers go party with the uh, older black lady. Yes, that looks different. That exactly, be, but because it looks different, I'm interested. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily know if it's going to be a good movie, but I'm I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Well, tell me more. Unlike that movie that's premiering this weekend, uh, another uh, the white guy who's the intruder. The, yeah, the intruder. That one doesn't look that good to me. Yeah. I don't see anything about that movie I'd want to see. Um, and yet Ma has the same kind of feel, but it's a more interesting view. It's probably done better, too. Or well, just a different spin on and it. And it is Blumhouse, which... and Blumhouse is, you know, striking gold lately with everything, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't like uh, Happy Death Day to you. Yeah, I gotta see that uh, one yet. The first one was okay, but the second one's the second one's not a horror movie. It's it's not a slasher, it's a sci fi. Wow. I so, haven't seen it. Well, I you know what? You might enjoy it better now that you know that it's a science fiction film instead of a slasher film. Okay. Yeah. That, because that would probably help. I honestly think if I watch it again and watch it from the viewpoint of it being a science fiction film and not getting blindsided, I think I might enjoy it. All right. All right. All right. My last pick, and I know uh, Jerry already called it out for being on the nose, but I'm too excited for it. Uh, it, Chapter 2. I mean, the first one I loved. I can't wait for this one. Uh, I'm super excited. And that's the only reason it's it. on the list. Huh? How are they going to end it? Like, I'm so excited to see how it ends. Are we going to have a giant spider? That's what I want to know. How do you not do the giant spider? I, I don't know, but I well, I want to see the giant spider. Like, because uh, anyone who, who knows the '90s uh, one, the first half is super good because it's it's, it's Goonies, um, and then the second half is kind of uh, okay. That just happened, but yeah. the first one was so good, and I just I can't wait to see the second one. Yeah, that that's it. Is I know it's on the nose, but it is honestly one of the films I'm most excited for. I have to put it on the list, and uh, I'm just. I'm, I'm amped because the first one was so good. This one, I have the exact same expectations. I expect it to be just as good, and I'm I'm hoping we get that awesome giant spider again. Plus, uh, Skarsgård as uh, Pennywise was amazing. So. Yes, I agree. You know what my favorite thing about him in that movie, and there's a certain scene you can point to, uh, when he's talking to Georgie, uh, there's that part where uh, Pennywise kind of goes blank face and stops talking, almost like he's like, like just like daydreaming or something. Right. Uh, and the reason why that scene's so good is because you're remembering that, oh yeah, this is this cosmic being that is you is puppeteering this clown visage so that he could eat the children. But he gets so lost in the, lo- the lust for it that he completely forgets that he's supposed to be drawing in this child, and kind of just starts daydreaming about eating the child. And it's so I, you can, yeah. and at that point you're just like, oh man, it's a puppeteer, and it's yeah. so fucking good. And I love the little moments like that where his eye kind of drifts off, and you can see yeah. he's losing control. Uh, that that's so good. Or the moment in the basement of the first one where you can clearly see him puppeteering the Georgie ghost figure thing. Oh, so good. I cannot yeah. wait for part two. I can't either. I think it's going to be fucking fantastic. I think it's a great fucking choice. 
Yeah, so... Uh, with that, I think we've covered everything worth talking about that's upcoming, at least to us, and uh, if we left something off the list that you're really excited for, tell us about it or fuck off, you know? That's really it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's... Ugh. Something. <laughs> All right, but it's actually been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, Jerry, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and slum it. So, Yes, this is truly slumming it. Yeah, I was going to say, are y'all considered slumming it? Did I step down for this? I, th- I, I don't think know. so. I, don't... I think so. Yo, I th- I... Big step down, Jerry. Big step down. Is it? <laughs> People are going to like go listen to my show, and they're going to like fuck up and pick like a Puppet Master episode, and they're going to... like feel really weird when they get to that tangent where we start talking about suicide and hookers mm-hmm. then they'll remember how good you are uh, well anyone that would purposely pick a puppet master episode they should be expecting hookers and suicide I mean that's already puppet, on their mind it's, there's such a great franchise though no no uh, no Mike. Yeah. it's got a couple of good movies I, I like I loved puppet master the littlest Reich I didn't that even movie, like that one. Really? That movie was so much fucking fun. Uh, oh, I thought that movie was a blast. I didn't even like that one. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I am not uh, a Puppet Master fan. Yeah. Uh, that was even one of the rare occasions where it's just like, I'm going to start drinking while this movie's <laughs> going. Maybe, maybe it'll get better. It didn't. Uh, I, I thought that one was a lot of fun. I thought that had the same kind of fun that uh, Terrifier had. I thought it had a really good script had really good characters that had witty comeback. I mean, like, man, Sugar Bear, come on. It, it, I don't know. It, it was too telegraphed. It, yeah. uh, it just never hooked me. Uh, Terrifier, on the other hand, hooked me right away, and I do love that one. So uh, I think I think John Spooky Rhodes King needs to fuck off himself right there. There you go. <clears throat> that, that's well, that's just because you're a mark for fucking Puppet Master. I'm a mark for a lot of things that are good uh, that you're not. I had to, I had to watch um, one of the like middle ground puppet master movies uh, for uh, the podcast under the stairs, and it was uh, I can't even remember which one it was, but the whole thing felt like a made for TV movie, and it, like took place in like the 1800s, um, and it was just fucking awful. It, it looked like it was hmm. filmed on the same sets as that 90s TV show Wishbone. <laughs> it was fucking awful. Some of them, some of the Puppet Master movies are really fucking. I'll bad. give it to you. The one that that I really don't enjoy much is Legacy, and that's because it's just a series of fucking clips. It's a, it's a clip show yep. that they tried to pass for a movie. That's the only one that I really don't like. Because you know, don't feed me, don't spoon me, feed me clips that I've seen before. Yeah, fuck face. I don't get the whole clip show thing. Like uh, they do that in anime. Uh, a lot where like in the middle of the series um, they will do like a clip show like episode like it's 50 episodes long and so episode 25 is a fucking clip show telling you everything that happened in the past 24 episodes and it's like yeah I I know I watched them why are you giving me a clip show fuckers uh yeah so we're gonna go out on that high so if you uh listen to us and enjoyed us which why um make sure and check us out on facebook the group page not the actual page because that is just a uh a servant 
Click to a clickbait site. Clickbait. Yeah. Yeah. Click don't bait. don't listen to that shit. It's no. garbage. It's not um, awesome. Go to the actual group page. Uh, interact. Post whatever. It's, it's all good there. Also, make sure and check out Jerry's show, Kill the Cast, and his other slew of kaiju undersea monsters. And yeah. I'm sorry. That is a, an awesome title. <laughs> yeah. He's Underwater like just, kaiju from outer space. Uh, it is an awesome title. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so check all that shit out. Um, make sure and also check out uh, Rabbit and Red Radio Network for exclusive shit like the Sunday show that Michael was talking about. Well, that's and on other stuff. Le- that's on Legion too. Yeah, it's not exclusive. Yeah, no one cares though. Yeah, um, you know nobody has done the fucking giveaway thing where they fucking review. I got the fucking Monster Mania shirt sitting in my closet still. And I gotta get rid of it because we're moving soon, so I have to pack it all up. I don't want to do an iTunes review thing. Yeah, there's a there's a thing where we have a, like a giveaway. We're giving people like a little basket of goodies if they, you know, well at least they're entered to win if they give us an iTunes review. Yeah, and... I've got to read. I haven't re-downloaded iTunes on my new laptop because I fucking hate Apple. But Fuck I've got to do it so I can get back into giving out fucking reviews and so that I can. Easier, it'd make it easier to check up on reviews for Kill the Cast. But I, I understand people out there who don't want to do iTunes reviews because of how annoying it is. But it really does help shows. So if yeah. you you like Rabbit and Red, you should do it because you're helping them. But on top of that, they're gonna give you shit. Yes, come on, free it's shit. free stuff. It'll literally take you, you know, ten minutes of annoyance. But after that 10 minutes of annoyance, you, you've done a good deed. Yes. You should reward yourself they and, should. like, eat a Cookies and Creams Hershey bar while touching yourself. Uh, I think and, I'm going to do that as soon as we stuff. wrap. You know what? See, there you go. He's going to do it. Mm. Uh, so help the guys out. Give them a fucking iTunes review. Yes. Or uh, be forced to watch Michael J. jack off while eating a Hershey bar? You know, I, oh God, I, I, might even, I might even do a Facebook video of that and just blur out my naughty bits. I'll get like a little no. black strip and put it no, on my That crotch. is your punishment, people, so if you, you don't just, do it. So then you just see the, 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 the see, cookies and cream bar going down my throat and I'm just like, Oh, I don't oh, I don't want to get all conspiracy oh, theory on you, oh, but I'll say anything crazy to get you to stop describing oh, what you're describing. But <laughs> all you're doing is showing the lizard overlords oh, that you're a big tasty morsel oh, for them to eat oh, that yeah. isn't going to be able to get away far. Oh. That's true, Mike. I want to put the cookies. You can't on run my very nuts. fast. Oh, the cookies go on my nuts, yes. In the, right in the basket. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't get a dog now. <laughs> Peanut butter. Because if you do yeah, you're just breaking out the peanut butter, you sick. Well, I hope so. Dogs can't have chocolate. It's poisonous to them. That's right. <laughs> so if you're going to make your dog lick your balls, at least do it with peanut butter. He's got these little peanut butter balls that he likes. It's the peanut butter things, I call them. I'm like, Otto, you want a peanut butter thing? You want a peanut butter thing, buddy? Let's get a peanut butter thing. Let's get it. And he jumps right off the couch. He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he, he waits for you to drop your pants and get the peanut butter out you sick fuck. Uh, oh so two things before Skippies. uh i let y'all kick me off one uh i need to do this more often but uh for whoever's listening that works at the butterfinger company please bring back butterfinger bbs even though i'm diabetic now and can't eat them the world needs them yes. and um two uh i usually do i do this as, as much as i can whenever i go on someone else's show i ask if y'all could come on to kill the cast 
What movie would you want to review? Ooh. And I make fun of you if you pick something we've already done. Mm. Uh, okay, something yeah, on to the review. Spot. All right, all right. Um, uh, I am going to go Demons. We have not done Demons. Uh, funny enough, I am still introducing my co-host to uh, many Italian films. So that would be my pick. Okay. And I, let's see. I'm not going to do the obvious because I'm sure you've probably done Halloween at some point, And that, that would be too obvious for people. So, oh, we did and none of, us dive, that big of, none of us are that big of fans of Halloween. Um, Deep dive. Deep dive. Let's see. Something that I could really fucking... Mm, um, Come on, Rain Man of Horror. Shit. Um, shit. Um, Jesus Christ. Night of the Scarecrow. We have never done Night of the Scarecrow. That's not that deep. From 1995. No, I've... That's one that I would want to talk about because there is a scene where you see the scarecrow having sex and he talks sexually to a woman before he fucking kills her. Well, I thought Night of the Scarecrow was from the 70s. No, no, no. That's Dark Night of the Scarecrow. Oh, okay. There's Night of the Scarecrow that Jeff Bird directed in 1995. Gotcha. The only Scarecrow movie I've really seen is uh, Dark Harvest 3. Yes. Oh, that's only because the director it was the director's first movie and he's the guy that owns Full Moon Cineplex and for some reason Lionsgate bought that and he made money Uh, Mike what's the other Scarecrow movie by um Husk 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 is one you should see yes that is Um, okay I will look up Husk Brett Simmons, and he is a wonderful gentleman. Absolutely, yeah. Love him. Uh, love his films. And actually, I I would gladly come on and discuss Husk. So, yeah. Scarecrow Show. I'm down. There you go. Scarecrow Double Feature. We rarely do two movies on a show unless we're doing a uh, horror coliseum. And I don't know if those are horror coliseum material. Because, I mean, <laughs> can you break down that movie into... 15 categories no like no then yeah it's, it, but maybe but if they're two like easy movies to do maybe one day we'll just do a scarecrow double feature for the fuck of it there's nothing wrong with you know scarecrows man uh, i don't know husk husk is kind of short but it's layered so yeah but so is dark knight of the scarecrow i mean not dark so knight. i mean i just of the like scarecrow. that because it's fucking that's sleazy dark. that's fucking great though yeah. You're sleazy's fine. Fucking one of the guys on on our show is addicted to porn. So all right, oh, nothing wrong with it then. Yeah, he, we we had a whole conversation on the uh, moral dilemmas of necrophiliacs. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I I don't see any dilemma there. Well, uh, but there is. <laughs> just well. there's different types of necrophiliacs. So it, just because you're a necrophiliac, do you look down on someone who is a homosexual necrophiliac? Do you look down on someone who's into bestiality necrophilia? And do you look down on someone who's into pedophilia necrophilia? Oh, see, you got so just way because deeper. you're yeah. a regular necrophiliac 
does it mean there's not other people in there who are like, I'm going to bang things that you think shouldn't be banged, even though uh, the necrophiliac, you know, motto is, it's not hurting anyone if it's dead. Yeah, see, I get that, and I'm all for necrophilia, but the pedophilia necrophilia, no, that's just wrong. Those people are sick. I, I, I agree, pedophilia is horrible, but if it kept them from hurting a live child... Maybe we're looking at good alternatives. Okay, fair enough. And these <laughs> moral debates are some of the things you can look forward to from Kill the Cast. Yes, so Make please. sure and check them out. And, uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. Come back for more because um, next episode will be a deep dive into the career of Robert Hall, I believe. Yes, Maybe? that is correct, sir. You are correct, okay. sir. Yes. All right, so until then, keep it creepy. You didn't say stay, stay, stay spooky. We didn't say that, thank God. I, y'all no. y'all should uh, nope. keep it creepy and sleazy. It represents both of you. There you go. Mm. Seem like you got to say and sleazy, but you, and yeah, sleazy. we'll work on it. Yeah, we'll do that, and I'll get hey, I'll peanut this. butter. And I'm getting that fucking cookies and cream bar. Let's do this. Jesus Christ, save us Stay tuned to Facebook. It's coming, motherfuckers. In more ways than one. Yes. Out of my ass and my dick. Continue. Uh, Yes, people. The little thing is out of pimple. It's his dick. Hold up. Does it make him uh, into homosexual or, or into pegging if he's having solid bowel movements while masturbating? I've always wanted to try that. You know, like, like I think if, I have like, to, like, drink coffee, <laughs> enough coffee, so I can shit and jerk off at the same time. Because sometimes when I shit, you know, white stuff comes out of my dick. So I'm wondering if that happens. That's awesome. See, you can date a girl who's into pegging, and th- you'll be set. And she'll love me forever. Let's do this. Yeah, there you go. I
<gasps> that was horrible. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.